The biggest weight loss mistake that I see women making. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what that is and you'll be able to know are you making the same mistake and how to stop it. Just stop it already. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Okay, before I get into today's episode, I want to remind you that I'm hosting a free masterclass called The Best Way to Lose Fat. You might have seen my funny reels on Instagram or on Facebook where I do these videos of the worst way to lose fat and it's like a a flashback to the 80s and all the fad diets. Anyway, in this masterclass, I am going to tell you the best way to lose fat. So make sure you register for that. That is on September 15th, all right, 8 p.m. Eastern. We are limited in seating. So head on over to bsbtribe.com forward slash workshop to secure your spot, and I will see you there, mama. Okay, the biggest mistake I see women making in weight loss. Are you ready for this? It's going to blow your mind, okay? The biggest mistake I see is that women are putting all of their weight loss eggs in one basket, so to speak. So what does that mean? That means like you rely on only one thing. For example, the keto diet, okay? That is your thing. So gosh darn it, I'm going to do this keto diet and it worked for Susie at the office and it better work for me. Or macro counting, right? Macro counting is very popular. I'm going to find my macros. I am going to look up all these macro calculators. And even though they all tell me different things, I'm just going to pick one or I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars paying a macro coach to calculate my macros. And man, I know that this is the thing, right? Or extreme workouts. Oh, it's all about working out. That's how you lose weight. Ladies, can we just drop that myth? Working out is not for weight loss, okay? But the extreme workout people that do hours and hours on the treadmill or they're working out five times a day or they're doing extreme hit sessions. Like, I love insanity. I did insanity a few times. But if you're doing insanity to lose weight, you're going to go insane. (laughs) Because once you stop doing insanity and you go back to normal things that we're just going to come back on, baby. It's it's just the way it works. So those are some examples of putting your weight loss eggs in one basket. All right. I see this over and over again. And honestly, it's not your fault. That's what society tells us. And I've been this way for most of my life. I would always put my eggs in one basket. First, when I was younger and I studied to be a dietitian, it was the eggs of, you know, eating less and working out more. So yeah, I ate 500 calories a day and I ran seven miles a day. Did I lose weight? Heck yes, I did. Did I gain it all back the moment I realized that I was in starvation mode? Uh, Yeah, then some, right? All of it and then some. And the problem with this is that doing this makes us fight against ourselves because When we see one thing, whatever this one thing is that we're doing, working for other women, but it's not working for us, we get super frustrated. And then we think, what the heck is wrong with me? 
I don't have willpower. I don't have enough motivation. I just can't do this. I'm meant to be overweight for the rest of my life. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. So if you're thinking that right now, I want you to stop, like right now, just stop it. All right, because that is not true. And I'm going to talk about what you should be doing instead. So relying on one thing to lose weight, I like to give this analogy. It is like when you have a car, and I'm not a car expert, so some of this might be like totally wrong. Don't don't judge me, okay? That's not my expertise. But it's like having a car, and all you do to your car is put gas in it. And obviously, it's going to run, right? Because, hello, a car doesn't run without gas, Delisha. We know that. The simple second grade stuff. So great, yeah. But is that all a car needs? Sure, it will run, but not for long if you what? If you don't change the oil, if you don't replace your brakes, right? If you just run your brakes for 20 years, uh, first of all, that's not going to happen, right? One day you're going to go down the hill and they're not going to work if you don't think about your brakes, like God forbid, but right? That's how it works. Rotating the tires, wearing them out. If you don't do all of the other things to maintain the car, to run smoothly, it's not going to last a very long time, all right? And the problem that I see is that I see women doing this. They are only worrying about, so to speak, filling up their car, their body with gas, right? So the food, what is the latest fad diet? What is the latest way of eating? And if we only did this to our cars, only worried about the gas, we would have to buy a new car every few years, depending on how old it is, right? If it's newer, maybe it would take a little longer to run down. But if it's older, it, it would run down much quicker. And that also depends, like, how old are you, right? If you're in your 20s, yeah, sure, you can probably beat your body up for a little longer than if you're in, like, your 30s or your 40s. However, we only have one body, we don't get to exchange, you know, we don't go to the body shop. Oh, cars have body shops. We don't go to the body shop and say, okay, um, this body is old and, and, and messed up and, and all these things are wrong with it. Can I please get a new one here? I'll pay for a new one, right? We don't get to do that, right? Wouldn't that kind of be convenient? So we don't get to exchange our bodies. This is the only one that we get, which is why it's so important to look at the body as a whole, and to look at all of the systems. And that is the biggest mistake that I see women making. That is the biggest mistake I see in the whole diet culture industry. I feel like when you run into diet experts, they're only focused on one thing, right? I'm the keto expert. I'm the macro coach expert. I am the work your way out to, you know, beach body, just work out and you'll lose weight. Or there's people that are like, oh, it's just about your mindset. You just need to get your mindset right and all of the weight loss will be easy. I'm sorry, I can work on my mindset night and day, but if I have issues with hormones, that don't matter, right? I'm speaking improperly here, I'm quite aware, but that does not matter. Or just, you know, all you need to do is intuitively eat. Just eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Yeah, that works great unless like your leptin is messed up and you're leptin resistant and you do not get the actual signal that your body is supposed to provide you to like, hey girlfriend, I've had enough, you can stop eating, right? So that doesn't work for everybody. Our body is a network of systems. And when one isn't working properly, it's going to bring the other systems down. I say this all the time and that is what my entire program, quite frankly, BSB is all about. Okay, so 
It's about looking at weight loss in a holistic way so we can get to the root cause of why we can't lose weight in the first place. Okay, so let's look at that, shall we? Let's look at the different systems and see what could go wrong, which could lead us to not being able to lose weight or struggling to lose weight by the method that we used in the past, all right? And this happened to me with keto. So most of you that are listening probably have followed me for a while and you might know my story, but I had lost 110 pounds using a ketogenic lifestyle in between my pregnancies. I had started it in 2015 and it worked amazing, right? But I still managed to gain 20 pounds last year while on keto because I was neglecting the other body systems, which I'm going to get into in a minute. So just because something has worked for you in the past doesn't mean that it will work for you now again. We evolve, our bodies change our hormones change, we get older, we start ha- dealing with other issues, and we have to make adjustments, all right? So as I go through these systems, I want you to pay attention. I want you to see if you can relate to any of these or if you think that maybe the reason you aren't getting the weight loss results that you desire is because of these systems being off for you. And knowing this information is going to be so powerful because then you can shift your focus from that one egg that you've been just obsessed about to getting down to the root of your weight loss issue. Okay, so the very first system that I wanna talk about is hormones. Hormones control everything, and when your hormones are in balance, this can lead to a whole host of issues, especially with weight. So let's just look at a couple of the hormones and see how they can be related to not being able to lose weight or to gain weight. So thyroid, right? Thyroid is master of the metabolism. So when you have a sluggish thyroid, not only is it going to be hard for you to lose weight, it's also gonna slow down your metabolism. It's gonna be hard for you to digest food properly. You're gonna be tired all the time. If you're tired all the time, you're not gonna want to do things like be active. You're not gonna have an effort to really put in time into meal prepping and nourishing your body. You're also going to be craving more sugar because your body is going to desire that quick energy fix that comes from refined sugar and carbs, all right? Now there's cortisol, and cortisol is a stress hormone And when that is high, your body goes into flight or fight mode and it holds on to weight because it thinks you're being chased by a wild animal and it's a protective mechanism, all right? So if you're overly stressed from lifestyle stressors or even stressors from inflammation and bodily stressors, then your cortisol is going to prevent you from losing weight. And cortisol is also... Sometimes when people have high cortisol, you'll see that by where they hold the weight. So if you hold a lot of your weight in the belly and you've never had so much belly weight before, that might be due to cortisol. Then there's estrogen, right? Too much estrogen in your body, also known as estrogen dominant. So this could be because of toxicity overload. We have a lot of estrogens in our plastics, in our environment, in our food, all of that that's getting into our systems, especially conventional meat products contain a lot of hormones 
And with estrogen, when you have too much in comparison to progesterone, because it's a balance, it's a ratio, you don't just look at estrogen by itself, then you'll experience a lot of weight gain, especially around the hips and the thighs. So if that is your issue, then you obviously have to be very careful what diet or way of eating you follow. For example, let's say that your egg right now, your egg in the basket, back to my analogy here, is a carnivore diet, okay? If this is your new thing and you've seen all these transformations all over Instagram of people eating only meat and being ripped AF, and you're like, I'm gonna eat only meat, yet you only buy conventional meat, because let's be real here, grass-fed meat is very expensive. Also, nowadays, in the midst of everything going on, it's hard to find good quality meat products maybe as easily in, in farmer's markets and in stores and things that were available just because of the situation that we live in right now in the world. So if you're pumping your body full of conventional meat products, conventional animal products that are chock full of hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, all the things you are doing a disservice to your body as far as estrogen goes, you're making it worse. And you're so focused on this carnivore thing, not knowing that maybe you have too much estrogen and you shouldn't be doing a carnivore-based diet. All right, so this is where all these little pieces come to play. These are the things that nobody in the diet industry really talks about. They just say, oh, just do carnivore, just do keto, just count macros, just you know, calorie deficit. No, what about all these other things, guys? We cannot ignore this. Then there's insulin resistance. This is a huge one. If you're insulin resistant, you are gonna struggle losing weight if you continue to eat refined carbs and refined sugar. Right? You might even struggle to lose weight unless you really cut down your carbs so low enough to heal your insulin resistance. You might need to try things like intermittent fasting to really work with that. There's so many factors that go into play. You might have metabolic syndrome. You might, I mean, depends on if you're pre-diabetes, are you already deep in diabetes? What is your situation? Then there's PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. What do you do with that? Infertility, all those things. How do you eat for that? Right? These are things that we need to consider. All right, so that is the first system that is really going to affect not only how you lose weight, but if you can lose weight or why you can't lose weight, okay? The second system that I wanna talk about today is the gut. So the gut, the microbiome, it plays a huge role in weight loss. And I think that now we're getting very open about that. I feel like the gut was kind of left behind for a while there, but now it's becoming very mainstream because people are realizing the connection between not only the gut and weight loss, but the gut and the brain. It's called the second brain the connection with our microbiome and the diversity in our microbiome as compared to depression and anxiety and mental disorders. Guys, these are all connected. If your body's a system, everything works together. We cannot neglect things. Just because you don't see the gut doesn't mean that it's not there, right? Denial can only take us so far. And I feel like so many people, they don't even realize that they have issues with their gut. And I was one of them. I did not pay attention to my gut. I didn't know how to pay attention to my gut. I just thought that my terrible gas ever since I was young was just a normal thing, even though my siblings were like, dude, Lesha, that is not normal. But I didn't know any better. 
I thought that it was okay to have food babies every time that I ate. I mean, isn't that a normal thing? Doesn't everybody have food babies? Or having extreme like constipation or either being constipated or having diarrhea and never in the middle. All these things, like we think that they're normal things, but they're not. They're a sign of gut imbalances. And when you have issues with your gut, your digestive system is slow. So you experience lots of bloating, which will show up as extra weight, especially water weight on the scale. You're not going to be able to digest your food properly. And then you can have leaky gut, which is where food particles actually leak out into your bloodstream, right? Ouch. That does not sound fun. That causes a lot of inflammation. There's SIBO, yeast overgrowth, candida, all of those things that are going on inside us. It can lead to eczema, skin rashes. I mean, all the things. And most people don't even know that that's going on. And of course, how can you? If you're not paying attention to that, I mean, if you don't really know that, if you haven't studied that, if you don't know the background, if you just think that it's part of normal thing or you blame it on something else, genetics or this or that, of course you don't know. So of course, you have to go test your gut. You have to see what's going on in the inside. You have to see how is my microbial balance. And then when you find that out, you need to see how do I deal with this? How do I heal this? Okay, if I find out that I have yeast overgrowth, then maybe a keto diet is not the best for me because maybe I shouldn't be eating all that cheese and drinking all that heavy cream from my gut, right? So these are things we need to know to decipher which thing we should be focusing on instead of being so focused on that one egg that we chose that we're determined to make work for us. Okay, let's talk about the next system, which is my favorite system of all times, and that is the brain. And the brain is just a mecca, I can't even call a system, it's just like the hub of all things. So with the brain, I'm really specifically talking about our habits and the things that we do. So most of our actions are autopilot, habit behaviors. I've talked about this before on the podcast, talk about it all the time, talk about it in my group. It's a major part of weight loss. So to conserve energy, our brain puts the things that we repeatedly do on autopilot. So think about some of the bad habits that you might've developed over the years as it relates to eating. So, you know, snacking all the time, falling off the wagon on weekends, the imaginary wagon that everybody falls off of, binge eating, emotional eating, sugar addiction. Yes, sugar addiction's a habit. Self-sabotage, binge eating is a habit, guys. All of these things are habits, right? If we don't consider our habits as it relates to weight loss, we're going to struggle with keeping the weight off. So this one's really big as far as keeping the weight off. So this is kind of the situation where the egg, right? That egg that I keep on talking about, let's say your egg is keto. You might have this keto egg and it might've worked for a while, but if you don't consider the brain stuff, if you don't consider the brain system and the habits, Once you have lost the weight that you wanted with keto, these brain habits and you haven't reprogrammed them, they're going to kick in and keep on repeating themselves. You're going to eventually gain your weight back. So it's not so much that with the brain, yes, some of these habits make it hard for us to lose weight, but more importantly, 
we sometimes get very motivated when we start something new so we could motivate and push ourselves and white knuckle our weight loss for a while but once we're done and we reached our goals we start repeating all these brain habits more and more because they're repetitive and they're like totally sucked in there really really deep into our brains So we have to consider our habits as it relates to weight loss, because if we don't, we're going to be stuck on the diet roller coaster for the rest of our lives. So if you don't reprogram your brain, rewire these patterns, and it doesn't sound as crazy as it, you know, it's not as crazy as it sounds. I teach this method inside BSB Tribe, but these are very important things to consider when it comes to losing weight. And last but not least, what system I want to address today is stress and our mindset as it relates to stress. So stress is not only a physical response as in the cortisol and all of that that I talked about earlier that happens, but it also has psychological responses that affects our mental health. It affects our motivation, how we show up for ourselves and quite frankly, who we become as human beings. Look, we're all stressed out, right? Especially these days with everything that's going on in the world. But if we don't learn how to manage our stress through techniques that work for us personally, you know, for some people, meditation might just not work, right? They just, it just doesn't work for them. For some people, yoga might not be the thing. For some people, you know, tapping might work well for them. Or, you know, maybe meditation will work for them. Or, you know, all combined of all of those or just one or the other. So you have to kind of test things out and see, well, well, this one works for me and this one doesn't work for me. But if we don't find what that is for us to help us with our stress, it's going to be very hard for us to lose and maintain our weight. Too much stress about not losing weight, and this is what I see also happening a lot. You have too much stress about not losing weight. That will sometimes prevent you from losing weight. So let me repeat that so you really get that in. So a lot of women are so stressed out about not being able to lose their weight, and that is the exact reason why they can't lose the weight. If you're constantly thinking about why you can't, why you can't, why you can't, I can't because of this, I can't because of that, I will never, I try and I fail, I try and I fail, you cause so much stress in your body, plus your brain then believes it to be true, because remember, I mentioned this before on this show, your brain doesn't know the difference between what you're thinking and what is reality. Your brain doesn't have eyes. It goes by your thoughts. So if you're constantly thinking, I'll never lose weight. I've tried for so long. I've been struggling with this for my whole life. It's in my genetics. I'm just meant to be overweight. Nobody in my family is normal weight, so I can't be normal weight. It's too hard for me. Then your brain's gonna go, okay, yeah, we're not losing weight. It's too hard for us. It's in her genetics, da, 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 da. Well, it's just gonna follow along, okay? So it's very important for us not to overlook the stress when it comes to weight loss and to not overlook the mindset. Where is our mind at? What are we thinking about? What are our thoughts about this journey? Are we very, you know, no matter what happens, whatever it takes attitude, we're going to make this work. No matter how many times we fail, we're going to get back up and try again. Or are we, I did so many things. I've tried so many programs in the past. This is not going to work for me. I just know it type. What type are you? 
All right, so that's something to think about. So in conclusion, I hope you can see how putting your faith in just one weight loss basket can lead to frustration and disappointment. And while of course, food and fitness and macros, all that stuff have their place in the weight loss process. Of course, you have to consider what foods you're eating. You have to consider, you know, what are your workouts? Are they helping you build more muscle, which is burning more fat? Are they helping you just, you know, burn a lot of calories and then you're super hungry after all the things and the numbers, right? If your goal is ketosis, if you feel great in ketosis, you're going to need to work on your macros, of course. But they are not all that there is to the whole picture. Okay. Now you might be asking yourself, all right, this sounds great. This makes so much sense. But how do I even get started with this? All right. So if you really want to start implementing this stuff, and if you're ready to approach your weight loss journey in a holistic approach to kind of address all these systems and get to the root cause of why you can't lose weight, then I'm going to invite you to join the wait list for BSB tribe, which is my program for women. We're going to be opening for the very last time this year on September 15th. And this program is going to walk you through step by step how you can find the root cause of your weight loss issues and how to deal with all of them, all of the things that you're struggling with. You know, maybe it's a mix of things. Maybe you got some brain, maybe you got some gut and some hormone stuff going on. That's cool. I got you, girl. We'll walk through it, right? You're going to get to the bottom of what's preventing you from getting the results you really want. All right. So head on over to bsbtribe.com. You can click that work with me button and you'll be able to see BSB Tribe. You can join the list from there and I'll also leave that link in the description as well. All right. So what do you think? I want you to head on over to Instagram and DM me at BSB tribe and let me know if you found this episode helpful and if this stuff makes sense to you. All right. I would love to hear your feedback and don't forget my free masterclass, how to lose fat is going to be on September 15th at 8 PM Eastern. So make sure you save your seat and I can't wait to see you there live. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.